Hi, I'm Maya. I'm Lala. And I'm Rudy. Um, and we are here today with Miss Gayla Peters, who is a learning specialist and counselor at um, the Atlanta Girls School. So Miss Peters, um, can you start off with just telling us a little bit more about what a typical day looks like to you and what you do? Absolutely. So first of all, it's great to be here with each of you. Um, so my role as a school counselor and learning specialist involves interacting with students, of course, that's the primary responsibility. Also supporting learning that's happening in the classroom, so working with teachers and working with advisors and the deans of the school and the division directors. My background is actually in public education and so I was predominantly just a school counselor. So at Atlanta Girls School I'm doing both things, which is supporting the academic successes of the students and then also dealing with social-emotional interactions that students are having and obviously that is a cornerstone of work with youth particularly in this day and age. So how long have you been in education and counseling as a learning specialist and what made you go into counseling? So I began my career in education as a teacher and I started teaching in 1997 and I taught for several years here in Georgia and then I moved back to my home state of California where I was a teacher and after about 13 years in the classroom I realized that what I was really much more suited for was working one-on-one -on -one with students at that point in San Francisco we had a lot of students from families who had not yet been to college themselves and so when it was their turn to take a look at college they didn't know exactly where to start and so I decided kind of later into my career that I wanted to do school counseling so I've been doing that for really the last I would say about six years um, on and off half and half sometimes in the classroom sometimes counseling um, and and then when I relocated back to Georgia I decided that you know exploring jobs in school counseling would be appropriate and that is why I ended up at Atlanta Girls School. So do you think that the rise in discomfort in teens is a direct result from what you see people doing online or who they follow, what they do? I wonder if it's a direct result. I mean, frankly, we're living in a time and an age where there's conflict everywhere. And I know that gets said a lot, and it doesn't have to just be political, but because of technology, we're so integrated. The world is so interconnected. And the conflicts that we're experiencing, whether it's national or whether it's international, that sort of anxiety and those anxious reactions, I think, are playing into what's going on. So I think technology does have a direct result on kind of the psyches of young people and their social and emotional development. It's not the only contributor, but I do think that the rise in use of technology, particularly around social media platforms, has absolutely increased um, the levels of anxiety in, in young people. And I will differentiate, I do think that there is a larger amount of anxiety in young women than there is in young men based on social media. I think um, girls who are developing that relationship building and communication really, really take, um, really have a, a, a direct line of engagement and frustration with what might be happening in terms of their interpersonal relationships. Okay, so do you see a difference in the way students represent themselves in person versus online, depending on co-ed or single-sex schools, knowing that you went from, from a co-ed school to working in an all-girls school? That's a really good question. I, um, I, I do think 
ultimately, social media is about curation of an image, right? We get to curate what we want people to see us as. And um, I would say that there's probably less of a, of a difference between um, social media engagement in a co-ed school setting and a single sex school setting, um, in part because a lot of the engagements between young boys and young girls or adolescent boys and adolescent girls is so face to face. I don't um, I don't necessarily see it as as strongly as a differentiator between those two school settings. But um, I know that the idea of putting out an image that you can craft is so detrimental to, to interactions, particularly young girl to young girl, when there's so much comparison that girls do automatically. There's a lot of Again, relationship building means how can I connect with another person? Can I connect with someone authentically or am I connecting with them inauthentically? And I think that social media really makes it easy for us to craft an image that we want. And then when my friend sees what I've posted or if someone who's trying to befriend me sees what I've posted, are they seeing the real me or are they seeing someone that I want them to see? And then how authentic is that relationship once it's built? Uh, what advice would you give teens out there who are listening to this podcast on how they can have a healthier relationship with their social media? Well, um, I, again, I think that taking steps away from technology is really important. So as hard as it is, building habits around stepping away from it, whether it's setting timers for yourself or working with your parents or families on appropriate guidelines. I know that that's not necessarily like the coolest thing to do, but in the long run, I think that being able to have the discipline um, will work to a person's advantage. You're going to have to have discipline as you move into a college setting and for sure into a professional setting. So setting those um, expectations around your own behavior and then rewarding yourself for those things. Yeah. When Whenever we do things or we're you know working towards something, we are incentivizing it. We work because we're going to get paid. So if you have some type of a reward that you have for taking time away from tech, then it just helps to ingrain those habits of mind. Yeah. Um, I do think that it's important for families and peer groups to talk about their use of technology, to be honest about what it is that they're putting out in social media, how authentic is that, having friends check each other on, you know, on um, any types of conflicts more face-to-face and step away from the use of conflict, use of social media for conflict mediation, I think would be really helpful. Um, the more awareness that we each build individually about ourselves, I think that works to help us set our own boundaries around the use of technology. So learning even more about yourself, whether that's as a learner, as a friend, as a family member, being able to speak your own awarenesses also will help you engage with social media and technology more broadly with a more authentic sense of self. Thank you. So last question. So for this project, we did research on personality tests, specifically the Enneagram personality test. And we found um, through our research that they can be used as a beneficial tool to getting to know yourself specifically in you know the middle school to high school range with teenagers. And how do you feel about that? Do you think that they could be used um, in more schools to help teens, you know, really grasp a hold of themselves better and maybe if that could help for self-control absolutely 100 percent. i think that young people really like to learn about 
themselves, right? So whether it's a quiz online or a more formal Enneagram-like personality um, inventory, I think that's a fantastic way to do it because so much of our personality has to do with how we build relationships. And if social media is really about relationship building, then knowing how I'm going to be interacting or what things I'm going to take personally or what types of things I'm craving, whether that's a friendship that's built on shared interests or whether that's I want to have a, a solid small group of good friends. Knowing that about yourself and knowing how your personality kind of shines would be incredibly informative and could lead to a real open conversation about what it is that I'm seeking when I connect with people online. You know, if I've got a friend group and we have a group chat or we've got something going on, and again, I'm using language that's really old. You guys have way, way more sophisticated language about this. But if I know this about myself and I can communicate this about myself with my friends, then our engagement will be different. I think personality tests are awesome tools. I think all of these types of tools and self-awareness, again, um, these types of opportunities to get to know and be aware of how it is that you learn and how it is that you interact with friends, critically important. Yeah. Okay, well thank you so much for coming in to speak with us today, Ms. Peters. It has been a pleasure listening to your advice. Hopefully we can um, redefine our use of social media and create a safe space for teens out there and communication. Well, it was an honor to be with each of you and Lala, I look forward to building these types of tools at Atlanta <laughs> Girls School. Yes, yes. Thanks thank so you. much for having thank me. Thank you. Thank you.